This show has swears and adult themes. Maybe use headphones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Housies. It's a weekly award show where we celebrate outstanding achievement in the real Housewives reality television universe. My name is Evan F.P. And I'm Mella Fee. And this week we are celebrating season 12, episode 8 mm-hmm. of The Real Housewives of Orange County. This one entitled Run for Your Wife. Sure. Fine bit of wordplay there. Why not? Clever little bit of writing. Yeah. Um, we hand out awards to the casts and, uh, or the, the cast and cast member associates. I said that real bad. The Cat, people in the show. Cast supports. <laughs> cast leading and ladies. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. wow. I'm, not doing, <laughs> I'm doing a bad job Uh-oh. with words. Uh, we give award awards to the, the ladies and the, their friends in the show. Um. That's it. About six awards. Before we do any of that. Yeah. We like to start off with an episode summary. Mm-hmm. It's officially become my responsibility. Yeah, and then I fill in the gaps as yeah. needed. Well, I'm and getting... provide some historical context, which is always very helpful when watching the show because the thing is, like, you're not just watching the action in the scene. Yeah, you're watching that plus all of the years and backstories that have gone into the behaviors that show themselves. In a scene. Yeah, just the, the It's never the, just the a nightmare. So many layers. Contortion of knots that these women have worked themselves yeah, into over years layers. of privilege. Yeah. On the sunny west coast of California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. getting things started off. Uh everybody starts everybody. training for the Spartan race. Yeah, they do. I really Well hope not everybody, most most people sorry, yeah. Most people are getting ready ready for the big race. For the big sunny outdoor race where they're going to run, the Spartan race, I guess, is a one of those kind of experiential fitness phenomena things. Probably one of the first ones. Um, it seems like it, and I think it's really cool. For the record, sure. I think this is really, really cool. Yeah. And as uh, my lovely husband Evan knows, and anyone who knows me, I'm not a big gym person. I don't enjoy it. But yeah. this is something I could get behind because you do it with your favorite people's and it looks like a lot of fun. Like, it's not just like, like the training part is kind of annoying, but I really liked in this opening scene where we see Eddie and Tamara and Lydia and Doug couples working out, which I think is like really fun and really cute. And of course, they all kind of look coordinated because it's Orange County and they have buckets of money, so they're able to do that. Um, I've also, you know what I've noticed about this? Sure. There's enough exercise scenes in the Real Housewives universe that we've seen a lot of the fashion at the gym. Mm. I have never seen an outfit repeat. You've never I don't seen know repeat how gym much fashions? active wear these ladies have. Yeah. But it's like a whole houseful, I mm. imagine. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta come correct in the gym. You, get, I, I, you do. You're getting judged left, right, and center for this stuff. I guess. I really hope the Spartan, whatever organization manages the Spartan race, listen, mm. I sincerely hope they shelled out a couple of dollars for this because this is some serious. Like, I do you remember? Like, I remember when the Spartan race was a new thing when I was hearing about it for the first time, and then I, I feel like now these people have capitalized hugely and, and managed to make it like a huge international thing. Like, I feel like Spartan races are organized all over the world now, or at least all over North America. Is that not accurate? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think there's one here in Canada, in Toronto, where we are located. Yeah. Um, There definitely is, because I was interested in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't. Yeah, but okay. thought about <laughs> Promptly it. Promptly said, hmm, fuck that. I, well, I was and like, I podcast. was keen for a minute and then kind of went, nah. But one day, that is a thing I would like to do. I see. Okay. Everyone's getting ready for it. They're training up. Um, Tamara and Eddie, uh, yep. try, they have a little training session. They try and get over a wall. Yep. They do a little bit of complaining. Tamara's looking fresh as fuck, by the way. Yeah. Her hair, Eddie points out is like, why did you do your hair for the gym? And Tamara was all, I woke up like this. And yeah. for the record, if those, if you haven't seen this episode, Tamara's got like long, wavy, perfect hair and this like Ariana Grande, high up half pony. You, I'm a woman. You don't wake up like that. That's not That's natural. impossible. Yeah. Nature doesn't allow our hair to do that naturally. If you sleep, any woman who has slept with some kind of ponytail in yeah. knows that in the morning, 
it looks like hell. It looks like you've been dragged around by the ponytail. Ugh. It's, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like Tamara's. No, that's so, impossible. So Tamara was lying through it. She's a liar, is what you're and saying. And Eddie's face says it all. He's like, nah. yeah. and I love Tamara. But just admit that you got up early, you curled your hair, and then you shot a gym and then scene. Went to the gym. That's okay. You're on camera. Yeah. No judgment. Mm-hmm. Just admit it. Come clean. Yeah. It even looked like she had extensions in. Like it wasn't gym extensions. Oh, they're aerodynamic. Like they help oh, you train hard. You might. I, I you're a little bit new to the fitness world, Mal. So yeah, I imagine you probably haven't heard. <laughs> I just don't about know gym about extensions. these things. That's okay. Sure. You'll get there. Okay. Listen. Okay. I, you know, it's, it's, you oh, know. Is, do I need those to work out? Well, yeah. I mean, you should know that oh. that gym extensions are kind of just like. You know, table stakes, really. If you're going to go into a gym, mm, mm, mm. nicer okay. gyms will have extensions there waiting for you. That's, oh, that's kind great. of like what the crowd service. I roll in. Is that like the towel service where you pay like an extra $10 or something and you get your extension? Yeah, well, usually they're Like paired. get your towel, get your extension? Yeah, usually you unroll the towel and the extensions are... I can't imagine you... Anyway. Someone would need to put them in. Yeah, it's hard it work. Uh, well, you know. More jobs. All right. Um, from there, we go to visit uh, Peggy and Shannon, uh-huh. who are drinking pretty much what's just like a lime with some vodka in it. Yeah, I think they and order a splash of soda. A splash of soda. Because it's daytime. Yeah. So why not? Uh, that's a nice, refreshing lunch beverage. I'd say. Four slices of lime, a splash of soda, and as much vodka Can as they're allowed to. Can you imagine not having like a regular nine to five day job and on a Tuesday you can just go and you can have vodka with four limes and a splash of soda. No one's judging and you don't have to go back and sit at a desk. We have been on vacations in the past and that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do I, yeah, I think about it all the time. I imagine yeah, that right? would be fantastic. Right. But you would have to kind of eventually come to, you would want some sort of check. You get bored on vacation. Like that's something people. Yeah. Know, but I mean, we okay, think about it though. Mm. These people have buckets of money. Sure. So, I mean, if they get bored with their daily lives, then they go on elaborate vacations. I guess so. And if they get bored of that, then they start up magazines like noblemen. Like they can just do whatever they want. It so as much as we rip on I, them, listen, they I, get to drink vodka on a Tuesday at noon. I'm and we don't. to glorify these people. They're not someone just people saying. to aspire to. They're a, Anyway, uh, Hashtag Vicky, no, boo. Vicky and Brienne, uh, are doing some swimming lessons. Uh, oh yeah. With the baby. Yeah. With the little grandchildren so cute. in the pool in the back. Um, Vicky yammers on a little bit. Brienne has to struggle through it. Uh, we then get to Megan. She's gets a little hair and makeup thing because, uh, she decides she wants to get back to modeling. That's apparently something As she's she should doing. with that body. Yeah. I guess she's, she's, Come on. she's it's- not doing too bad. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. So she's getting a little decked out. She meets up with her dressmaker friend, uh, Shaw, who puts her in some very nice clothes. They take some pictures. Megan gets, I think, a little nice confidence boost. She feels good about herself again. I have to say, I really like this scene. And we're going to get to it a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But I love Megan talking about the work-life balance between you know, being a mom and working. Yeah. I support that so much. I think it's great that you have interests outside of your kids and that you want to be well-rounded. And I just, I don't know. I'm, we're going to talk about more later, but once again, biggest fan of Megan. Did you know I've tried tweeting at her several times from our Housies account? How'd that go? No. No dice? No. (laughs) A lot of our efforts kind of fallen on deaf ears. No woman won't reply to our, no uh, woman still still, won't reply. No word back from the editor of no woman. no. No interest in my uh, luxury uh, gaming pitches. I'm telling you, you have to go a different angle. I'm going to have to spin up a whole new email address. Maybe we can brainstorm this a little bit. We're going to have to spin up a whole new email address, a persona that is really going to say to Nobleman, you need to print oh what god I then are we gonna get into like creating fake instagram accounts fake facebook accounts yeah, you're you basically th- you gonna th- you're gonna catfish noblemen what do you think podcasting is it's 90 percent catfishing luxury <laughs> magazines and 10 percent talking to a mic if you can catfish noblemen i will give you a massage for a month every single night okay like a full what, so you're gonna have to define some terms do i have to like get the editor to fall in love with me and like abandon his life's craft and 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 join me or what what, what are you talking about here you gotta give me some parameters um no <laughs> that wasn't all it I, that wasn't that, I, what i, was I articulated looking, wasn't 
No. Your, your first guess? Okay. I mean, I'm glad your mind went there. That says a lot about our relationship Listen, and creative. where your head's at. I got to. Uh, but, you know, I, I really just wanted them to, to reply, even if it was to say Just no. to reply? That's the criteria? I just want someone within this universe to engage with us just once. I see. That is my goal before we finish this season and this podcast is to get one of them okay. to retweet, tweet back, like, respond anything to any way that we try to engage with them okay that That is what i want i will throw myself a little party as we get more and more desperate as the season goes on that could uh i could go sour anyway um man gets all dolled up uh peggy and deco do a lunch they go and they i don't know where they are but yeah just it looks like a made-up restaurant it doesn't look like a real place they just kind of show up in these nice little uh Fru-fru bougie kind of uh, kind of, bougie it, lunch it, places. It also kind of looked like a car park. Like it was like 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 one of those like Orange County places where you park your car that's not that's kind of it's sheltered but like there's no snow so there's no need to like close it in. And there's a table and it's gated and, chairs, and there's like a random drinks. table there. Like it didn't look like a real restaurant. For all we know, that could be just how things go in Orange County. That's true. We, don't we know. haven't been. You could just be able to step out of your car and then a waiter will appear and bring you Oh my god, bread we need, and, you know we need soda. to go. This podcast is all leading to us going to Orange County I don't know on a trip. If that's the case. I, I think, think if is. anything, it's given us reasons to stay right the hell where we are. You know what? If Nobleman ever does commission you to write an article, we should take that Nobleman money and go to Orange County. Yeah, I don't know how much you think it's freelance like writers get paid. But, at Nobleman? <laughs> well, that's, there they're you not getting paid $100 at Nobleman, Evan. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Kelly and Vicky uh, go shopping. And just kind of had a little... I don't know where they are. That's another place that looks made up. They walked into a place and said, I'll take this, this, and this. Whether or not that was a store. So to set up the look of the (laughs) store, the store is a white box with some sparse necklaces and bracelets and stuff. It kind of looks like an accessory store, but then there's also a blank wall, which you stand in front of, and there's a laptop in front of you. And they're reading your aura. So I really can't, true. I yeah. really can't tell what the store is. And do, like, is it jewelry slash aura reading or is it aura reading slash jewelry or is it a pop-up shop or is it just fake? I have to it's imagine, to imagine. There's, there has got to be kind of a, a, a sustainable cottage economy on the West Coast of just, you know, every certain 100 feet a place where affluent women can just turn left, go in, and spend money. <laughs> it doesn't really have to be anything. Oh. They just say, it's been about 60 minutes since I dropped $2,000 on I something. Should, they I turn should left, drop. and there's just someone waiting there. It says, hello, welcome to the uh, Sparkle Shack. So, and well, yes, I will take your money on your way. <laughs> <laughs> so to put this into Canadian, specifically Torontonian terms, sure. is all of Orange County basically Yorkville? Essentially, yes. It's, it's basically you just Yorkville you being just, the affluent upscale shopping neighborhood for that in Toronto. Uh, for, yeah, yes. this is where you go for to the, Tiffany's and to. Why see, is that the only one I can just, think of? I think they're just they're little boutiques. Louis Vuitton. Little, That's yeah, another one. There you go. The, these are like just little. You know, it's it's the equivalent of a lemonade stand for adults. They rich women turn to their side. Oh well, that's cute. Yes, I'll take all of this. Huh. I want to know more about the lives of the people who work in the stores in Orange County. They're just surviving, man. They're just, I'm just or they no. got a dream and they're just they're just clawing for whatever they can from from these one percent. God, they must deal with such awful people. Yeah, well, that's that's anyway. That's their cross to bear. So yeah, Kelly and Vicky go shopping. They do. They get their auras read, as you pointed out. Why not? Um, by what was looked like a Dell PC with a webcam yeah. attached to it, and possibly a wireless modem that yeah. they held in their hands. Went in a jewelry store, and which produced some sort of image that uh, you know they then used to guide their life. Look pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I haven't seen too many aura machines in my life, but I, I like that you said too many and not none. Like you've seen yeah. some and you could like compare listen, it against other aura machines. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. There is something called Curlian photography. You can look it oh up, my but God, it actually, is? it's a photographic method of measuring the electromagnetic magnetic fields that surround the human body. Why do you involved, know this? I did a project on it in grade, I'm going to say 10 photography at my school mm, to to eight to date you Evan you're 28 now yeah I think the 
field of aura reading has enhanced. I'm not saying it was aura reading. I'm saying it was curly in photography. It's a legitimate thing. You can look it up and it measures the electromagnetic field. And when they put like a yogi's hand in these electromagnetic things and they took readings of it, it was much bigger than a normal person's. That's all I'll say on it. That's why as much as I will incriminate myself in knowing about auras and the measurement thereof. No judgment, Evan. Yeah. No judgment. Okay. Thank you. It's just, this is a whole, like we've been together nine years and I've never once heard you talk about this. Well. Though I guess we don't often talk about our auras. No, we don't. That's not a conversation we normally have. Shannon and Tara and David and Eddie get together for a dinner. In what looks like a wine cellar. Yes. Again, doesn't look like a real place. It's I don't know where any of this is taking place. Not just a wine cellar. It was like they were building a, a build. And they were they were building a normal building. And the architect came and said, mm, <laughs> instead of, instead of, like, you know walls? You're familiar with the concept <laughs> of walls. Yes, walls and ceilings and floors. But instead. I'm saying instead of walls, what if it was just horizontally arranged bottles of wine? I want to meet that person because I want that person to design our house. That would be I the would end love- of us. That we would leave a bloated, bloated, <laughs> a pair of bloated purple corpses in the middle of this wine walled uh, no, or maybe, or maybe that's how you are like. You know what? I shan't have wine tonight yeah. because you can have it all the time. Or it's like you can't get to the wine because it's holding up your house. That's like <laughs> that's, those that's, are the beams. It's a risk reward are, factor. Yeah. It's essentially like living How in a giant Jenga tower yeah. where you know, sure you Ooh. can have a wine, but pull take out the piece wrong from brick. The bottom and you put it on the top. Yeah, take a bottle from the bottom and it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I get you. Good same concept. Anyway, uh, they go to dinner. They have a whole bunch of seafood. Uh, next, we get to Tamara and uh, Peggy, who mm, yes. um, they have a nice little lunch. They get yeah. big red drinks. I don't know what the red drinks are. I don't know. They hash out a conflict that I uh, don't not convinced was real or existed. But uh, Tamara basically comes to terms with what Peggy said at a party the night previor, previously. Yeah, it was the one last week that you were talking about where everyone's yelling at each other. But they weren't really. And Tamara was just kind of like getting a little intense and Peggy was just kind of chilling. In Tamara's defense, yeah. she'd had a lot of vodka. Okay, well, that's so always a let's good... Give her if it works in court, why not here? Right. Uh, Lydia and Doug terrorize their children by telling them that they're going to be attempting oh some uh, slightly dangerous athletic... Feats at the Spartan, Spartan race. race. We yeah. will talk about this more later because, yeah. oh my God, what a scene. That was, yeah, that was probably the highlight for me. Me too. Uh, then we, it's Spartan race time. Everyone shows up in their active wear. In the uh, active wear. They get on out into the, the dirt. They run their course. They do their little steal. Somehow they, they manage to record some gossip while running. Uh, Lydia and Tamara get a little. I thought that was your favorite part. That was you pretty funny. You were so impressed that while running a Spartan race, they were still shit talking to the other women. They must have still been mic'd up. They were like, they were <laughs> wading through waist high mud puddles and these women had wireless mics on somehow, unless they have like these, you know, like the, those spy microphones, like those parabolic <laughs> dome ones where you can point them at someone and like hear them from a thousand yards away. I just, it was from a strict, strict a production standpoint. Yeah, I, I wish I happened. wish you could be here with us listeners because when we were watching the episode uh, just today, mm. he was so impressed that first of all they were running down like a cliff or something and they were shit talking to other women and he's like, "How did they find the time? How do they record that?" <laughs> but then so but well first you were impressed that they were doing it at all, that they yeah. were having these conversations while running a Spartan race. How could you care enough to gossip sure. about other women? But then you marveled at the technology for the rest of the scene and I just like it was just so dear. It was a long <laughs> shot. Like there was you no know, maybe they had like a boom mic, like oh some God. guy running along with a, a thing over He's them. Not running. Well it, it's I, a car or something. But like you need a microphone over their heads or close to them or somewhere. No, it's like a mic pack, love. Yeah, I know. That just seems like it would be hard to run with. Anyway, this is <laughs> Real compelling radio here talking about microphones and how they work. Um, they finish their Spartan race and then uh, the remainder of the crew, um, Megan, uh, Kelly and uh, Shannon and uh, Megan's cousin. Right. Um, go to celebrate celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, at the Harp Inn. Yeah. They get all decked out in their uh, green sparkle pretties. Mm. Um, and then that's kind of where the episode wraps. Yeah. Right? That was a beautiful recap, and you didn't once get anyone's name wrong. Thank you. You're really getting to know who they are. Listen, I've been uh, doing this a while now. I'm, I know. Uh, I'm proud I'm of no you. I'm slouch. 
Um, what we do on this show is we hand out awards to these ladies who have done well. Uh, we like to bookend the awards with opportunities to grow as human beings and kind of learn a thing or two. Uh, we start out with a category called Word of the Week. That's maybe a new novel category, something you haven't heard about, something right. to, to, to bear in mind. And we can stand to learn a little bit about Mel. What did you have for this week? So I didn't learn much this week no. from this episode. It wasn't really a real educational it, episode. It, it wasn't. But you know what I did learn? And I've never seen it before and I've never heard it before. Okay. Seafood That's- Tower. I had no idea what a seafood tower was. It's less of a tower and more of a vat that is either (laughs) steaming or um, what's it called? The the cold dry ice, dry ice. Yeah. Yep. It's either that or it's hot. And it's like this big, big, big vat of seafood. Yep. And it was like, I thought it would break the table. It It was was incredible. I don't like seafood, but Mm. I really enjoyed looking at it. It wasn't just the sea. It wasn't just like the, the container itself. It was, it came in this, it almost looked like a, you know, not a pyramid, but kind of like a, a conical shape. Yeah. It conical means looks like a cone. Can that be the word of the week? Sure. Great. Pyramid. (laughs) Sure. It's, it's uh, the seafood tower was conical. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like you're writing a kid's book yeah. now children the seafood tower was conical you know what else is conical lampshades they move they they're in a conical shape they look like a cone we're all learning listen this is a quality quality radio programming here um the platter itself was not only huge the freaking prawns or the shrimp in it were like the size of hand grenades I they know. were like steaks and this was an appetizer i yeah. was in it was incredible to yeah, me. Yeah, they had lobsters hanging off this yes. thing. I took two guys and their white aprons and big yes. muscles to carry it in and put it on the table. It I was know. incredible. Shannon was very impressed. Um, so, I mean, the uh, concept of the week, seafood towers, the word of the week, conical. 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 I'm going to try to use that in a sentence. Yeah, drop it just like average, you know, at, at work. You know, say, yeah, we really need to work on our, you know, our, our marketing our conical marketing strategy that's a fancy way of saying marketing funnel ew i'd hate myself okay well you know what i'm just i'm just (laughs) throwing ideas out here you want to run with them uh we do do awards here and we start off with the first one it's the most regrettable remark it Mm -hmm. is the line that someone in this show is most likely to look back on and go hmm kind of kind of whiffed that one probably could have done a bit better job yeah uh mel who do you have okay so my runner-up is vicky Vicky. Not okay. surprisingly. So when Vicky and Kelly go into the pop-up shop slash jewelry store slash aura reading place, yeah. um, the shop lady introduces herself as Joriana. Jory, I don't... Jory, I thought, Boriana. No, no, no. It's a, it's a G because I looked at the name. I, Goriana. David Borianis. Yeah. Angel from Buffy. Maybe. Okay. Maybe sorry. his sister. Um, Joriana or whatever. Yes. Um, so she introduced herself to Vicky and Kelly and or Kelly knew her, I guess. And yeah. uh, Vicky said, what's your name, Brianna? And she went, no, Joriana. And she went, oh, that too. And I just thought that's so rude. Because then the, the girl's face was like, what the fuck? This, like, just, that's not also her name. Her name is not also Brianna, you dumb idiot. It's Joriana or whatever. I didn't meet her, so I don't need to know. But you did. Yeah. So you should get it right. And you should not say that, too. It's dismissive and rude. She's just chewing on her lips. She's regrettable. Just, just two more of these. If two more of these right? these women wander in, right? I can pay my anthropology degree off in full. That's, See? <laughs> that's what a part-time job is in the yep. FC. So that was my runner-up. But to me, the most regrettable remark was not one remark, rather an entire conversation. Jeez, crazy. Okay. Um, between that was instigated by Shannon. Yeah. When she was at dinner with David and Tamara and Eddie. Yeah. Shannon, they were talking about the Spartan race and how David's going to run it and Shannon's not. And then Shannon decided to air all their dirty laundry and talk about how David's exercising has negatively impacted the family since he's now run, this is his eighth Spartan race and how he exercised in the morning and at night. And you just see Eddie and Tamara's faces going like, oh my God, please stop talking. And this is why you never fight in public because it's awkward and it's weird and it's rude to your partner. And to me... Shannon should look at that and kind of go like, you know what? 
maybe I don't spill all of the tea in front of my friends mm. about my husband. Like maybe you can do that in private and have your little fight. Yeah. But there's never a need to fight in public ever. Yeah. It's awful. Just walk away. I had that down for uh, another category. I don't disagree oh, with you. Oh. I had a couple um, uh, 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 candidates for this. This, these, these are the ones that just make my skin crawl and I imagine mm-hmm. they would make their skin. I go for mm-hmm. the cringe oh, with this. That's kind of my, it's my cringe category. Uh, the same dinner with the seafood oh, tower and sure. the unfortunate public fighting. Um, uh, Eddie and uh, David, is David the, the fellow's name? Yes. Eddie and David uh, meet each other. The ladies say hello. They say hello mm-hmm. to each other. And Eddie and David like do a man hug and bark at each other. <laughs> it's because of the Spartan racing. I, I just don't buy it. Like I, it is so hard in the, in the restaurant that's held up by wine to bottles. Pull off that. I don't know. I just I have never seen two guys meet each other and go. Hey! Maybe you and should look, try it. Well, maybe you listen. And you, you and your pals, next time you meet up, that's how you should greet them and see if they respond just, in a bark. I, I couldn't pull it off. I can't imagine anyone else. It's like <gasps> you're. Can I dare you to? Next time we meet up with one of your friends, can I please dare you Devin, to do hey, it? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just gonna look at no, me. No, you like, have to do it for real, though. You have to like look him in the for, face. That's for real. How do you bark like a dog for real? I don't know. That's okay. Listen, you fill your boots if that is no, something that I you want to do. It. You just did. You did it better than I could. I don't know. <laughs> I it's it's. Ugh, I don't know. Okay, that's fair. That's pretty regrettable. Okay, next. Um, Kelly twice says, I have PTSD from the last time I, I went know. to Ireland. I really didn't like her talking about her PTSD. She doesn't have PTSD. Well, no, It's no. like pretty awful to say you have PTSD. No, that's for people who, who have actually have PTSD seen, yeah. from like seeing some real shit in and war I get or something. Hy- you know, hyperbole. You know, I'm not someone of police language, but you know, but there's hyperbolic and then there's saying you have PTSD. That's just a dumb Kelly thing. I think so. Uh, not terribly out of character. She doesn't understand, her. I think, like the weight behind saying you have PTSD. Like yeah. people who actually suffer from PTSD, that is a real thing. Yeah. That's that is a, a real thing that they have experienced horrible, horrible hardships. Seen some of the worst things the world well, has to offer. Kelly going to Ireland and getting bitched out by a couple of girls is not that. No, well, it's, it's, it's just not. It's in psychology books. So anyway, eh. uh, I just thought that was kind of stupid. Um, Megan, <laughs> Megan is Megan, doing her. Get I'm out. sorry. What sorry. are you doing? I got some bones to pick. Um, she's doing her photo shoot. She's hanging yeah. out with Shaw. She's getting some pretty pictures taken of her. She's got on some gold sparkly dresses. Yeah. She's talking to. Uh, it, it was just maybe it was the editing that they did on it. Okay. She's having this conversation with Shaw. They're getting some pictures taken. She goes, Shaw, how does my body look? Do I do I look like more of a woman? Do I look good? How does my body look, Shaw? They immediately cut to her saying, the baby is just needy, needy, needy. And she's talking about the... She goes from asking for... Looking for validation from Shaw, saying, Shaw, how do I look? Is my body great? And then she goes to complaining about how needy the baby is within two seconds. Ah, oh, boo. I don't give this to her. I'm not... I'm just I think saying. that's all it's, valid. Listen, Megan wanting to know that, like, her body's looking fine after having that baby and then yeah. saying, Megan was real talking. The baby is needy. Babies are no needy. Doubt. I have no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind, but... It, it, I'm going to go ahead and disagree <laughs> with you. She was shit-talking the baby is what I was saying she for wasn't. something that she was exhibiting herself. She wasn't. Which is fine. You could... Listen, I love getting compliments. So does everyone else. But the baby is... I disagree. I think she was just being real about what it is to to be a mom. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm, I, I, it's not something I've I done. I am not letting Megan win this. <laughs> Are you willing to it? I, I will, I will concede that that is not the most regrettable mark of the not. show. Are you at least willing to, to, to admit that maybe your affections for Megan have colored your judgment a little bit? In no, this? Megan's <laughs> no great. You're seeing with eyes wide and clear. Probably not, but I also <laughs> okay. don't think that this is regrettable enough to even no, enter no, the category next to no, just Kelly fun. and Vicky and Shannon and David publicly fighting. Okay, sure. Or sure. barking at each other. There are so many more regrettable things in this episode. Sure. I just I thought it was goofy. It made me chuckle. I like Megan just just as much. Well, oh, maybe that's not just fine. As much as She's you. goofy, but it's not regrettable. I thought it was funny. Okay. It didn't make me cringe. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. Yeah, as I said, I have that, that, that conversation light up for another category. Um, most regrettable, I don't know, Kelly talking PTSD is kind of shitty. That's pretty shitty. Um, 
barking is it's just a weird thing. I will never get used to two men. <laughs> I want to give it to that. Yeah. I want to give it to barking because honestly, like Kelly is just she's she's just ignorant and not in like not just in a way that she doesn't understand. She yeah. doesn't know what she's saying yeah. in that way. So I can't as terrible as that is. Like I wish that she would learn more about what that really means. Yeah, but. I feel like David and Eddie know exactly what they're doing when they're barking at each other. So that's regrettable. That is regrettable. They're dads, right? Are they both dads? Oh, yeah. No, Eddie's not a dad. Well, he's a stepfather. So, yes, he's a dad. Should have said that. He's a dad. Yeah, no, I just, Um, I don't know if my dad ever did that to another dad. I don't know if I Oh, my God, I really hope you see that. I really hope, like, your dad goes up and, like, like, for the people he plays golf with or something. Like, when he goes to the golf course, it goes like, oh, Skin is crawling off my bones. Oh, it'd be so great. Next category, freshest. Well, first, congratulations to David and David David and and Eddie. Eddie. Bark, bark, bark. Um, Freshest fashion. Next category. Yeah. Uh, This goes to the uh, person or persons who had it going on in the uh, conventional sense. They Mm -hmm. get themselves well put together. Mel, who do you have? All right, so I have a couple. Sure. Um, so I'll go through it quickly. Yeah. I have Tamara's pink and black Spartan outfit because, again, she looked super cute while running a Spartan <laughs> race, they, which is they, hard to do. She did. She also cut to some fairly unflattering pictures of her doubled over puking in the sand or coming close to it. I don't think it. she quite puked. She just she dry was get, She was... But she looked fresh to death while dry heaving. She did. So. She did. Is she the one... It's not her. I think it's Vicky who does the freaking oh, stupid, Vicky. affected, dry heaving, like, oh, you're going to make me puke. Blah, blah, blah. And it's all fake. Yeah. At least Tamara's was real because she's running a fucking Spartan Sure, race. Yeah, yeah. So she's probably really winded. Yes. Um, I did Tamara, like her gear. Yeah. Megan in all of Shaw's clothes at the photo shoot. Shaw has beautiful dresses yeah. that Megan was exhibiting. Yeah. Looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know who I thought looked really nice was Kelly in that jewelry store slash chakra place slash pop up shop. She? she was she had like good makeup that day, good jewelry, cute little pink top. I just I really liked what she was wearing. Kelly has these gigantic like like Ursula from the Little Mermaid red lips. Yeah, that are, but they're really nicely painted. I, yeah, no, I, I, it's just the first thing. Like, she's got kind of a, a more pale skin tone, and those red lips just kind of like, I don't know, they look like a cartoon to me almost. They're, I know, they're, I like it. Are they real, or do, are they like, do you think uh, plastic surgery? That could be collagen. Yeah. Could be, could plump them up. Plump, plump them up? Plump them that's up. A thumb, that's a thing you can do? Oh, sure. You get needles injected right into it, and Ooh. it just like swells like a balloon. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me the Jimmy Yeah. Ways. Um, um, but honestly, okay. my number one, and I don't think you can contest this, okay. is the entire crew of Megan, Shannon, and Kelly going out for St. Patty's Day in their green finest in a limo. They rode a limo yeah. to this like pub to St. Patty's Day. And I was just like, man, that's Orange County. That is the most Orange County thing I've ever seen. You're taking a limo in your stilettos, in your greenery. To the pub. Yeah. Like, it was just, it blew my mind. Like, not a, not a, a cab, sure. A sure. limo. Yeah. Winner. I, yeah. What do you, how do you, how are you going to contest me? How are you going to do I've, it? I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, like, I think it's, it, the category is called Freshest Fashion. Megan was doing a fashion model shoot. I think it's fundamentally, inarguably, if we look at the credentials it's of gotta the It's got to be Shaw? Yeah, I think, well, no, I think it's Megan and, uh, sure, the, 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 oh, really? the team of Really, I think the winner is Shaw. Shaw. You're right. I think Shaw, He yes, designed them. Designed the Freshest Fashion. We should Vicky, give it to him. Vicky, in her little, uh, you know, her trip Vicky. with um, Kelly, she had this weird little forest witch outfit. I know, I wrote, I wrote down forest witch. <laughs> She had a wide brim black hat that was tucked down over her head. And, you wrote and little, down forest witch? I wrote witch? forest witch. She's not in like a mean way. As not opposed like, to not what like other kind of a witch? A sea hag or perhaps oh, some sort of a, okay. a, 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 I don't know what. Don't witches always live in the, I just love no, the description. I think there are different types of, like of witches. Like she's specifically in the forest. Yeah. Not like she lives in the city witch. Like yeah, it's like a forest witch. she's not a city witch. witch. She's a forest witch. What makes her in the forest? Like what part of the outfit was foresty uh, to you? Like a rustic kind of, uh, <laughs> like, you know, what looked like, you know, <laughs> leather laces or something like that. And the hat was pretty wide brim. Like she'd sure. be, you know, gathering crow's feet in a field for a, a <laughs> brew or something like that. Why not? Yeah. So I mean, okay. Forest, I thought it was, a, I mean, listen, I don't like her, the woman. I think it was just... Okay, well, can we give her honorable mention to Shaw's win? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Shaw, congratulations. Megan, congra- congratulations. Vicky. Um, you forest witch, you. You forest witch. <laughs> 
Next category we move on to is the best burn. That is the uh, most putrid put down, the meanest thing anyone said. Yeah. Um, I like to go for uh, cutting a little, you know, subtlety. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm not, you're not going to get this for just, you know, swearing in someone's face. I think Agreed. that's stupid. You got to show a little little complexity in your put downs. Yeah. Um, Mel, what did you have? So Tamara, who I always love because she just said it right. It's Tamara talking Tamara about Peggy. Tamara gets this a lot. Tamara she does. cleans up with this. I love that she says it right to people's faces. So yes, it's her she's, and Peggy. I give her that. Yeah. Right. Her and Peggy are sitting down at this cafe thing, mm-hmm. having a conversation. And Tamara was saying the problem that she has with Peggy from the night before at yeah. this like nobleman party yeah. was that um, she's trying to describe what her issue with Peggy is. And yeah. then finally she just lands on, it's, you know... Resting bitch face. You just have a resting bitch face. And I loved it. But then even more than that, yeah. I loved Peggy yeah. in her talking head. Just stone face. Mm. Don't act like a bitch and I won't give you the face. Yeah, sure. Really I was like, boom. Judo yes! flip that one. Loved That's- it. Peggy. So Tamara sets her up like yeah. in basketball, I think. Baseball. Volleyball. Volleyball. Tennis. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> something that you have to be... Volleyball. It's volleyball. Yeah. You have to be set up. So Tamara sets her up. Yeah. And then Peggy dunks it. Spikes Wait, it. Spikes it. We not really got to settle on one sports metaphor. We, we're admittedly not sports people. In a volleyball, you can set it and then spike it. Sure. We'll go with the volleyball Let's metaphor. go with volleyball. Yes. Peggy spikes it very well. She does. Uh, no, that was pretty solid. I mean, I, you, hard to ignore that one. Yeah. And yes. The delivery, the deadpan delivery and the it's talking amazing. head was pretty solid. Even intercut between, you know, them kind of, the the, the Orange County version of amicable, yeah. you know, conclusions in their conversation. Yeah. Uh, no, that was pretty good. Um. I thought the Spartan race kind of took a shit kicking in the conversation between uh, at dinner, like Shannon and uh, and and, her and David. Her awkward talking about her Spartan. awkward talking. She, I felt like she was like half a second away. She's talking about you know, Dave. You could you could wake up in the morning and you go work out, and then you go to work, and then you come home and you eat dinner with us, and then you go work for out for like again, fifteen right? minutes. For like yeah, and and the Spartan race. You know, I felt like she was one line away from saying the Spartan race ruins marriages. <laughs> It's like Jesus Christ. Poor she really Spivik. hates the Spartan race. Yeah, I mean, they're just trying to make a fun outdoor activity for the <laughs> experiential millennial market. Shannon's um, not here for it. Yeah, not not really a, a burn. But uh, the only other one I had was the like <laughs> the ruthless crossfade edits that Vicky gets in the swimming pool scene. Like you know, Brianna just says like they tee it up with like Brianna's just like I, I, I feel like it. it's the it's the addict. Brianna is what everyone else in the RHOC audience is feeling is like, you know, I'm just, I'm so done with this. Like, I just can't, I can't, I can't do, this do this conflict makeup, conflict make whatever. Like this is exacting psychic tolls on me. Um, well, I think she said it at one point. I think she actually said like, I can't talk about this. I can't talk about this anymore. Right. Yeah. And then they immediately get into like Vicky, blah, 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 <laughs> crossfade look of, you know, shot of Brianna's eyes rolling poolside <laughs> Vicky carrying on. They give her the th- rule of three crossfades. And uh, I just thought it was a good little editing burn. It is a good little Vic, editing Vic burn. It looks kind of shitty. I mean, I can't step to uh, don't knock like a bitch. I won't give you the face. Oh, Peggy, man. Yeah, that was good. Peggy has to win. Yeah, that's that's uh, with an honorable pretty... mention to Tamra because without Tamra, we never would have had that line. Team effort, well done, yeah, Tamra. Good team, Peggy. Congratulations. Way uh, to play volleyball. That's our sports reference, and we're sticking to Woo! it. Next category, uh, Wallflower. This uh, award goes to the supporting cast member, um, basically the, the, the what often turns about to be the person who put up with most shit from the core central characters. Right. Uh, but doesn't always get a, a named role or something like yeah. that, right? Uh, who did you have, Mel? Well, runner-up, of course, has to go to a doggo. Um, mm-hmm. So I liked Sunny. Lydia's, Lydia's doggo, Sonny, looks similar to our doggo, yeah. so I had to love him a little bit. Yeah. He's just like this really cute, like, oh, well, I don't even, little, I don't know, he's just a scruffy like monster. Is he the same guy who no-scoped the frisbee throw in, like, one of the first episodes? <laughs> I thought that was, like, a little, like, like a wishbone kind of dog. What kind of dog is that? Jack Terrier? That's it, yeah. I don't think so. How I don't know what he was. Lydia have? Do oh, we? I don't know. They all have millions of dogs. Okay. Why not? Uh, um, so that doggo, I really liked, and yeah. always girly girl, who made it a appearance at Megan's fashion photo shoot. Sure. Um, but really, I need to give it to the waitress that had to watch Deco 
do butterfly. Yeah. As uh, yeah. as they put it. So what do butterfly means is it's <laughs> it's when apparently you put your thumbs on your nose and you pinch and then you put your hands in front of your face and you clap. Mm-hmm. And I don't know Slapping how that's a butterfly. But the waitress, they specifically waited for the waitress to come back for him to do butterfly. Which is the most I, uh, the most villainous thing you I can know. do. And to the waitress just the had service. to stand there and go, yeah. Yeah. That's just this sure. And then Peggy's like, Alcatraz that he's they do, locked this poor woman in. Yeah, he thinks he's a butterfly. So he's not sure. I like this poor woman. Like, I just. Please just you let have me to leave. stand you, there you've and created a prison that from which I cannot escape <laughs> unless you let me. Yeah. Please free me from this nightmare. That poor nice lady watching Deco do butterfly yes. was pretty rough. But she, who did you have? I mean, she was absolutely at the top of my list. My, oh, my sympathies, and I could see the skin crawling off of her bones. Sure, uh, or uh, wanting to. Uh, Bethany is the swim instructor that was. Uh, she taking, had a name. She did. Good she got catch. a name part. Um, she was uh, taking Vicky's grandchildren. Uh, Brian's Brianna's children around the pool. Yep. Um, one of which had just said that he was peeing himself in the pool. He was wearing a diaper. <laughs> I, I, Bethany deserved props for saying, "Okay, I guess this is how I make my living. Going to take <laughs> this pee-soaked kid and teach him how to do the flutterboard." Um, so I mean, good for her. And had to listen to Vicky on the sidelines ramble yes, on yes, and on she about. Was- in the vicinity of the the cross crossfade yammer, yeah, because I think that most swim instructors who deal with little kids have to deal with pee. Sure. Like that's like a normal part of swimming lessons. I but I think so, the right. worst part is having Vicky sit poolside, yeah, and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about all of her nonsense. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't. Um, I was going to give it to Shaw the dress designer. I wouldn't even have well, called him I a wallflower. Like Shaw. He no, was, he was not a wallflower. No pretty... one puts Shaw in the corner. Okay, <laughs> all right, jeez. Uh, he, yeah, he, he got a fair bit of limelight, so maybe not a good candidate. Yeah, no, the, the, the poor waitress that had to suffer through Deku's whatever. Deku, do, do it, butterfly. Do butterfly. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you're a hero. Well you done. Are Congratulations. A hero. Yeah. This one is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there on, we get to the next category. This is, uh, second to last. We've got most avoidable conflict. Yes. This is a fight that absolutely did not have to happen. Yes. Uh, but it did. So we celebrate it. What did you have, Mel? Okay. I mean, obviously, uh, Shannon and David, which I've already given it to you for most regrettable remark. Yeah. Um, but I don't, Hands down, the most avoidable conflict of the entire episode yes. was, and you know, I know you have, you must have the same one. Yeah, my our favorite scene. Yeah, let's set the scene. So, <laughs> Lydia and Doug are at home with yeah. their three beautiful children. Little, little. So there's like Sterling, that's the oldest. Then there's Maverick, who's wow. like maybe three years old or something like that. Yeah. And they're showing Maverick and Sterling um, this fire pit. That they explain, uh, like on Lydia has it's it on Doug her phone. specifically. They said we're going to yes. do a race, and Doug pulls out his phone and shows this fire pit that they're going to have to jump over. And he says, "And mommy's going to have to jump over it." <laughs> and kid. and he's yeah. And then the little the maverick, the little three year old or whatever, is starting to tear up, and he's like. Wait, well, I don't want you to do that. And then, and then Doug keeps going though. Well, let's just think about that. What this this poor kid? It's like let's think of what his his like his frame of mind, his education. Yeah. One, yeah. the woman on whom I relied for life for <laughs> months on end. Subconsciously, I still continue to still rely on life. The woman I love more than anything in the world <laughs> is going to be forced. To jump over a wall of the one thing I've been told never to touch, <laughs> never to get close to, and maybe at some point have made a mistake about touching and learn that it fucking hurts. Yeah. Mommy's going to jump over this thing. Yep. Isn't that great? Yeah. Of course the kid's going to freak out and, and think that this is terrible. Part, the best part is like, as the kid continues to cry, Doug continues to shove the phone <laughs> in the kid's face. He's like, no, mommy's going to do it. It's going to be fine. Look, it. it's fine. And poor, like, I just... Just stop! Like, just stop telling him! Like, the kids are crying. you gonna die? <laughs> are you gonna die in the fire? No, they... it's fine. Don't worry about. It. There's like, there's water. There's pools of water. Are there alligators <laughs> in the water? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but the, you're right. They, 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 they keep going. They could have. Well, they could have totally avoided that. And they had there an opportunity to do some responsible parenting and say, "Listen, you know." 
we tell you to stay away from fire, but fire works in a very particular way that it takes a certain amount of time to get burned by it. Or... You can move your hand over a fire. You don't get burned. No. Right? See, I think that's a dangerous game to flirt with. you gotta respect kids. You gotta respect their intelligence. They're smart. I don't want you teaching our three-year-old that you can put your hand in a fire for a certain amount of time. I think the way you avoid this conflict instead is to show other pictures from the Spartan race. There are so many other parts of the race that you could show a three-year-old that doesn't involve his mom getting burned to death. You could show the wall. You can show the mud pit. You can show the course that they run around. You don't need to show the one part that contains fire. Well, Just don't show it to the kid. No matter Why does what, the kid need to know? No matter what your opinion, whether you think that you should be real with kids and tell them fire's not always going to burn them or show them some oh other stuff. Oh my God. Uh, How are you the person I want to have kids with? Neither of these things are what Lydia chose to do. She said, well, what if I do die? <laughs> what if, well, well, hold on a minute. What if my boy's a prophet? What oh, if, yeah, what this, if, this was a what long What if God spoke to him? It's going to be awful. What if, I, what if I do get hurt? I'm going to have to come home and say, oh, my little maverick, or whoever the hell it was, is a, is a prophet. And he <laughs> foresaw my death, and I'm going to live the rest of my life as guided by this soothsayer's tellings. I love that this is the logic. Yeah. It was, yeah, so honestly, I don't know, that for sure, hands down, this has got to be the winner. Yeah, they had they had uh, three exits they could have got off at. Most but avoidable conflict. Drove right on through to expensive childhood yep. psychology bills. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> has to go to Lydia and Doug. And well done. Well <laughs> done. Um, we have one more award to hand out uh, before we get to our. I guess. Well, no, sorry, sorry. Two more. Two more. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. I'm jumping the gun here. I was wrong earlier as well. Um, this is the most rational award. This goes to the person who acted most like a uh, clear-thinking human being. Indeed. Um, Good Mel, for you. who do you have for this one? Okay, so for this one, I have um, a couple people. So I have uh, Brianna, who doesn't want to hear Vicky's nonsense, of course. Sure. Yeah. I love... Brianna's had this award so many times. Um, I have Shannon and Kelly... Yeah. who are making up at the St. Patty's Day Wasn't celebration. Nice? I Wasn't really that... liked it. And this is the first episode that I've consistently liked Kelly the entire way through. Uncharacteristically genuine. And, Kelly was and... great the whole... I would love to see it continue, but I have such low expectations well, after we saw the scenes from next week's episode. Yeah, it was short She left. goes, yeah, straight back to old Kelly. So close, Kelly, so close. What but... I really... Sorry, brief divergence. They... They do this thing, these women. I'm not saying it's just Kelly, but it's mostly Kelly. All of them, every now and then, like they, they, they have these conversations where they'll be saying, like, you know, and I'm so sorry, you know, that I yeah. said these terrible things, but you know how I get when I'm attacked. I go for the jugular. Kelly says this mostly. Okay, well, Shannon echoes it. She goes, "Yeah, I know, I know. You're like this. That's not a fucking excuse." I agree. <laughs> you absolutely can't excuse it. And Megan is really good for this. Megan is the one who's always like, no, Kelly, that's inexcusable. You can't say things like that. So when mm. Kelly called uh, Shannon the C word mm. last season, Megan mm. said that was inexcusable. Megan calls her Megan on Megan constantly calls her on her shit, which is why I'm so sad when I look at scenes from next week where Kelly goes after Megan. Don't go after Megan. Yeah, you're really shooting Megan. yourself in the foot. Yeah, so anyway, we'll get there next week, I'm sure. But really, my favorite, uh, most rational, was Megan. Yeah. Megan, who talks about balancing motherhood and working. Sure, and we talked sure, about sure, this sure. a little bit already. But really, I love that Megan was like, I can't be all about my baby. Yeah. I want to work. I want to have a life. And I was like, yes. Yes, ma'am. You're a great mother. Like, not that if you don't work, that's not okay. It's just that if that's what she wants, good for her. Good for her for saying, you know what? I can be a great mom and have my career that I'm really passionate about. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And if Megan on the flip side of that had said, you know what? I want to devote all my time to my baby. Good for you. Like, I love that she just stood in it. Yeah. And I just thought that was really cool. And I was there for it. So that is the most rational to me was Megan. That's fair. You go. Uh, I had an honorable mention for... Ooh. Uh, Peggy just kind of calling Peggy. for well, she's she was kind of pointing out that yeah Tamara was like getting a little you know off her rocker at the you know the the the, the party the the night Nobleman. prior. Mm-hmm. Um, she just says why you know I think she's having a conversation with Shannon or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and she says why you know Shannon you're sitting in front of me. Uh, why isn't Tamara sitting in front of me? We're adults. Call me. 
Yeah, and I know, I know, that's true. It's that's one true. of those cutting things where it's like, yeah, if everyone did that, well, maybe they'd be better, but we also might not have a show. I don't so. think we'd have a show at all if we, if everyone did that. I yeah. think they've specifically picked these women for this reason. Yeah, okay, but anyway. so that was the only other one I had. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Megan for sure. I think Megan. I'm with you. that's a solid uh, way to think about things. Yeah. Um, congratulations, Megan, cleaning yeah. it up. Um, last award we have to hand out is the Loose Cannon Award. That is the uh, person or persons we can rely on most consistently to just start shit, just get things yeah. going, uh, bubble up Starting conflicts. Starting shit. Uh, who do you have for this one, Mel? So, um... I really thought Shannon was a bit of an instigator this week. Shannon. She was she was instigating with Peggy about Tamara. So Shannon was playing kind of dumb at their like vodka lunch. Yeah. Where <laughs> she was like Yeah. Where she was like, oh, wait, so did you talk to Tamara? What was happening there? And I'm yeah. like, you know, you were in the limo with Tamara on the way back. Just Tamara kinda... told you, don't just just be honest. So I thought that was like a little pokey. Fishing. Then I also thought like Shannon was kind of strange questioning Peggy's double mastectomy. That's yeah. not a thing you should question. Like no. if that's what she did, good on her. Yeah. That's Peggy's choice. That's kind of something And I just, just, I think that's low. I think it's low to question that. Um, something like that. You just walk up to it and if you don't understand it, you don't have to. You that's don't, fine. you don't, you do not, that is not your opinion to have. Yeah. You have no opinion when it comes to somebody having a double mastectomy. Yeah. None at all. Hmm. So I thought that was weird. I also thought Vicky, I think Vicky is actively She's trying crazy. to keep Kelly on her side. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's working because, mm. well, for now, um, because Vicky ha- uh, Kelly had a very great St. Paddy's Day celebration with she Shannon did. and Megan, despite Vicky going, what? That's weird. Yeah. And so I just like, I think, yeah, both of them were kind of weird in this episode to me. Yeah. But I you go. I, I mean, I didn't really have a standout. I mean, I think just everyone was kind of, you know, generally picking at each other a little bit. They were. They were. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, just don't like, like the fake picking that Shannon was doing. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, tell me about that. Did that I, well, happen? I mean, that combined with the fact that she was starting that shit at the seafood restaurant yeah. with David, right? Well, was it a seafood restaurant or was it just that we <laughs> saw all of the seafood from the sea yes, in this platter? brought into the conical <laughs> platter. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there was no big red flag that says, wow, this person's really, uh, yeah. you know, losing it. But yeah, no, You're I think, right. I think Shannon is probably... Yeah. In okay. aggregate, the the Loose Cannon Award winner for That's this fair. week. Shannon. Congrats. Well done. Once again. There's got to be someone. Um, that's going to do it for us for awards. As we said at the top of the show, we like to bookend these awards with opportunities to uh, maybe grow as people, learn a yeah. thing or two. Um, yeah. Take some words of wisdom away from these ladies because they have lived lives and they've seen some things. Um, I actually found this to be a particularly wisdom-rich episode Wisdomous. Wis- yeah, that is the word. That's the correct word that we've established as a, being a word on a previous episode. It was it a very a wisdomous show. It was show. a wisdomous show. Um, Share with me your wisdom that you've learned. Brianna, as always, uh, cutting away from Vicky giving her talking head, said, I'm, I'm so what? I don't even want to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> she says, just take some fireball shots and be friends. And I thought that, that was is, some that is solid... Wisdomous. Solid wisdomous advice. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. If you're, you know, crush it, crush the, crush the beef, squash Do it. it. Um, I had Megan's whole thing about being a mother. I thought that. Yeah. I think you put that in most rational. I just, I thought that was a wisdom thing, right? Also, I wisdomous? think she says to be a good mom, uh, you. You know, you have to be proud of what you do and you have to do what you want to do. And, you you know, that it doesn't always have to be involved being a full-time mother, right? I, I know. I kids, thought that was awesome. Your kids, I've heard it put different ways, but I think it, this, the similar sentiment is your kids to grow deserve to grow up see with a parent or seeing their parents pursue the lives that they want to have, right? Exactly. Right? Whatever that means. Exactly. If that means that you're working, you're volunteering, or you're involved in sports or something, something that your life does not solely revolve around their activities. Yeah. You have to have things outside of it. But and yeah. I completely, I love that. It's the example you set for kids, right? I it's agree. You don't want kids to grow up thinking that adulthood is constant sacrifice and yeah. and and self-flagellation or just what happens to you and in your interests like and your relationships and yeah you don't i mean i like i just know i love that megan said that love Good it message um so yeah i had that i like that um peggy as much as we goof on the butterfly thing 
Um, she has a really nice line. They cut away for they in like the coming up, like it, like before the commercial break. They just had Deco doing the weird thing with the do thing butterfly. His, his, yeah, do butterfly in front of his face. Like it was just a weird thing he was doing to make this waitress uncomfortable. Uh. We then learned that you know this is actually maybe actually a cute little thing that Peggy and Deku have. This is little you know weird things that all these couples have. Yeah, um, I, it's it's actually a cute little thing. It's extremely unfair that they exacted it. <laughs> Took it out on that poor waitress right? woman. They could have their cute little thing, but do it in the private. Peggy, in a little bit of maliciousness, said, "Wait for the waitress to come back, then do this." I know. See, I don't make you do Deborah in front of people. That's our cute little thing. Well, I love your Ray Romano voice uh, so much. And you're not going to make me do it on this podcast, which is another thing that I love about you. Um, but she <laughs> says, "Laughing is a necessity for a good marriage." I, I do that like was that. A very That's nice, cute. Sweet little line. That's really cute. Um, yeah. She also has, like, she's just got these pearls of wisdom she drops every now and then. Also in her conversation with Tamara, um, she says, she's speaking, she's generalizing a little bit. Uh, she's saying, Armenians, when we run into a conflict, we try to de-escalate. Yes. Um, and she drops this little truth bomb in amongst her, her, her other remarks. Uh, yelling is only telling the other person what you want heard. That's... That is wisdomous. It's not unwisdomous. It's very wisdomous. No, I I like that. I like that. I think I agree. Um, Last bit of uh, wisdom I also had was just so many pearls. I know. I'm saying you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick up on this stuff. Uh, Tamara talking to Eddie uh, at the gym. Okay. Um, She's complaining. She's saying, you know, she did. It's kind of one of these, I guess. Wisdoms that you pick up after mm. being in a long term relationship for, mm-hmm. for a while, where you learn to tell the difference between a partner who is looking for a solution and a partner that just needs to uh, let off some steam and vent emotionally. All right. And Tamara says, you know, I don't want a solution to this problem. That's what A's doing. I don't want a solution. I just want to vent. Oh, how and many times is, did I say that to you early on in our relationship? Uh, well, I think I've said it the same to you on multiple occasions too, right? I think it's just, it's it's something that you need to recognize. And people, it's something I've struggled with for sure. It's, you know, I, a lot of people are just born problems. So many parts of our lives condition us to be rapid problem solvers. Yeah. And the ability to recognize when that is, you know, the problem you are solving is not the one that you're being told. The problem you are solving is that your partner needs to get something off their chest. You don't do that anymore actually you're no, really but, good at just letting me go yeah. and then you pipe in if i ask well, well that's why I, th- I thank you i've made a point to do that yeah. and um and, and you're very good about it too sweetheart i oh, just thank think you it, it's it's not something like it's hard to do and it, it's completely like it's completely foreign and intuitive concept i remember like when you first told me that, i was like what why would anyone want that that seems <laughs> there's a problems problems are made to be solved yeah. right? um yeah. but you figure it out that that's yeah. actually a, an important thing and that and it's part of the problem solving process for me and i'm now i can see Tamara too mm. is to vent helps me to get out of my head and then I can solve it. Yeah, yeah. But if it gotta, stays in there, it morphs into a bigger problem. I have to just get it out for like five minutes and then I'm done. Yeah. And then yeah. I can be like, okay, now I see what I need to do. Yeah. But so I, I mean, have to have those five minutes. Yeah. So Tamara wasn't, uh, you know, quite as verbose in her explanation of it as, as we've been. But I thought it was something that kind of came up and, yeah, you know, I agree, it, it, I agree. and pointed to a wisdom that was uh, worth holding on to. Oh, okay. So lots to choose from. Uh, well, did you have, have a favorite? So I do, but mine, yours are actually... Um, wisdomous that we can apply into our lives and into like the lives of the listener. Mine really only applies to the Real Housewives universe. Okay. Comes from Tamara. Shit, okay. And she's talking about Peggy. Yeah. Um, and it sums up the show in general and right. anyone really living in this universe. And mm. it's, don't try to be the peacemaker. Don't you? Because what we have learned from this show is if you're the peacemaker, you will get shot. Yeah. You are not on anyone's side as the peacemaker. The peacemaker <laughs> is always a villain. Peacemaker's somehow. got a big target drawn on their back. I, normally in the real universe, like all of yours are like really beautiful pearls of wisdom that we could apply to our week into our daily lives. This is really just for the survival women guide the show. to the strange women and surreal are, world. Yeah. Or women who are going to enter the show in the coming seasons. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't try to make peace between women who are fighting. Just don't. Just- we've, we've got an opportunity here to put together a very niche, uh, maybe ebook for mm. like the survival guide for the real housewife. <laughs> Avoid children's birthday parties. You don't have them. Don't try and be the peacemaker. No. And I think we, I don't know if we've got any other like real 
evergreen bits. Oh, I think they shouldn't go on a trip anymore. You, we've not gone. Don't, don't, we'll, don't we'll leave the go house. international at some point. Every season they go somewhere. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't don't go to another country. You're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. You're out of out of the house a little bit more on edge. Yeah. Don't have a dinner party is yeah. another one. Don't mm. have those. Mm. Um, yeah. That's all across the Housewives franchises, okay. actually. Dinner parties are the worst. I see. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep aggregating these yeah. and, and put together something later on. Um, folks, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you very much for uh, tuning in and thank joining you. us. Um, if you want to look us up on Facebook or Twitter, we're there. We have Facebook pages. We've we got a Twitter do. profile. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's called the housies. It's Both. called the housies. That's the name of our show at the housies. The Facebook page is the, the housies. Uh, we put up new episodes there, uh, every week. Sorry, this one's a little bit late. Um, mm. we just, you know, life comes up and, and makes demands of you. Mm. Uh, so, uh, we, we apologize for that. We appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, if you want to help us out, hop on over to iTunes, rate or review the show. It helps us get a little bit of traction there and helps, uh, other people find it. Other than that, just, hey, you know what? Thanks, pal. Thanks for being here. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, We're going to wrap things up now. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Evan F.P. And I'm Mel F.P. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.